Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of The Cypher. This is yours truly, the atypical, along with my brothers and partners in crime, the B.I.W.G. Rich, DJ Comedic, and Black Caesar. Hope everyone is having a great week so far. We are just a few days away from wrapping up another month and getting into the holiday season. So, that said, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. As always, if you want to join us in The Cypher, you can do so by hitting us up at 818-369-0344. That's 818-369-0344. Now to my brothers, DJ Comedic. What's good with you, fam? Uh, very, very tight. Um, I don't know why I go through these little, uh, uh, I won't call it cycles, but I'm so sure with the job that, you know, I, I'm trained in a month ago. So going through another training week. Training schedule is uh, six o'clock in the morning to three. Plus, because I'm wild enough making up, I got meetings to go to. So I was in there today from about six thirty to I think about five. Um, so yeah, today for you. I mean, I may I may ride out with the brothers because I do miss show, but I can't guarantee that. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Oh, it's all good. I mean, if you do, then that means we'll just L and I'll carry it on out, or we'll wrap it up early. Black Seeds, what's good with you, my brother? Everything greasy, you boy. Gucci out here. What's good with y'all? Uh, another week. Another week uh, wrapped up. So, I mean, sit for me some other things, but I'll uh, share that with you guys in the green room a bit later. <clears throat> um, before we get into uh, some of the topics and stuff, I'm, I'm sure y'all been hearing in the news about you know, um, the the filmmaker slash studio exec producer Harvey Weinstein and all these uh, allegations of sexual assault levied against him. Well, since that happened about, what, a couple weeks ago, I mean, they, I've been seeing stories just come out the woodworks of women, you know, uh, basically accusing everybody from either Hollywood or news media, restaurateurs, you know, women coming out, people are left and right either resigning from businesses or, you know, but the one allegation that came out uh, the last couple days that really kind of sort of had me floored was an actress accused um, George Bush, the first Bush of sexual assault, said that he uh, grabbed her ass, you know, during a photo op and whispered a dirty joke to her all the while his wife, Barbara, was standing beside him. Now, mind you, you know, this happened like four years ago. Now, Bush Sr. is like 93 and in a wheelchair. He's been in a wheelchair probably the last five, six years or so. And it just it just struck me as, I'm not going to say funny because, again, you know, improper touching sexual assault is not a joke, so I don't want any female or lady listeners to think that, you know, I'm making fun of sexual assault because I'm not by no means. I just find it, I'm going to say funny for lack of a better word, that, you know, uh, the the 40, what was he, 41st president is being accused of sexual assault, you know, at 89, well, at the time it happened, four years ago, what, 89? So I was just like, wow. Now, his his camp has issued an apology. He 
said that, uh, you know, he, um, I guess, playfully, you know, messes with people and, you know, he meant it as a joke. And, uh, you know, he apologized if he offended, you know, this young actress. But now, within the last 24 hours, a second woman has come out and said that uh, Herbert Walker Bush has sexually assaulted her, much like he did the first woman. So I was like, wow, man, it's crazy. So I'm wondering if his numbers are going to go up like Weinstein and, you know, some of these other people now that are being uh, hit with these uh, sexual assault, you know, allegations. So look like George W. want to be in his wheelchair just smacking or grabbing on asses. At 93. I mean, if you're, wow. a dirty old, if you're a dirty old man, you're a dirty old man. You know what I'm saying? Just know that that shit don't fly. And, and be in the position of power that he's been in um, for for a good, you know, for the for the latter half of his life. You know what I'm saying? I yep. wouldn't be surprised if, if he felt like, you know what I'm saying, if, if he felt like that was something that he could do, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and get away with. Um, it's, it's just... It's not it's, it's not funny in a, in a sense of 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 humorous of, of humor, but it, it is 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 funny as, as kind of weird that you know um, you're starting to see more and more people in a, in in a position of power or you know seeing, mm-hmm. uh, uh, no, no matter no matter what it is is coming out now that you know everybody you know, seeing these people are are a bit touchy feely and, and and rapey in a sense. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when you, you got you got Weinstein, you got uh what's homeboy from Fox, you got Donald Trump, all these dudes, all these men of power, and even and even going to even 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 going to my man Bill Cosby, you know what I'm saying? He was a person he was he was a person in, in power. He he pushed a lot of buttons in, in in Hollywood as well. You know what I'm saying? They saying because of that, you know, he kinda had the upper hand on the chicks that he was on, on the chicks that he was dealing with. But on the on the same along that same line, I want to see the same. I want I want to see the same outrage. I want to see the same outrage that y'all have for Bill have for these other people. You know what I'm saying? Because it's along the line. It's along the line of the, uh, 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 the same type of behavior. You know what I'm saying? Now yeah. he he not he, he may not he may not have been he may not have been drugging chicks. You know what I'm saying, but at the same token, it's along it's it's along the same it's it's along the same line. You know what I'm saying, and it, and it, and it's all wrong. So if you going if 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 you gonna be just as outraged as Bill, be outraged that you know what I'm saying that uh uh that that Weinstein was really good to 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 be honest what it to what it looked like he was coming on to have if not the majority of the female actresses that he was working with. Through, through through his through through his career, yeah, you know I'm saying, and and as well as uh uh my man from from Fox, he was he he's been kind of touchy touchy feeling. You know I'm saying to 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 more than one person. You know what I'm saying, in, including including Megyn Kelly, who's not on Fox no more. And I'm wondering if that's if that's one of the reasons. You know what I'm saying, not that I give a fuck about Megyn Kelly because I wasn't I wasn't too keen on her anyway. But at the same token. You know what I'm saying? She's no longer with Fox now. So maybe that's I'm wondering if that's one of the reasons. You know what I'm saying? Like like I mean, then, she left the network. She left the network amid, you know, when she first uh came with her uh allegations of uh sexual assault against uh Fox owner Roger Ailes. 
So, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. you know, she left home pretty much of her own accord because she didn't want to be in that environment. But um, the thing the thing that I wanted, the reason I wanted to bring up not just Bush, but, you know, all of these allegations coming out, and, I mean, there are some, there are some names that, you know, guys are really having to do a lot of apologizing, like Ben Affleck, uh, for example. You know, um, Rose McGowan, the actress who used to be on uh, Charmed, uh, you know, she had first talked about, you know, sexual assault, you know, years ago, and she had alleged this is one of the reasons she had pretty much got blackballed in Hollywood because of uh, Weinstein, that, you know, she couldn't get jobs, et cetera, et cetera. But the thing I want to point out is that um, when you look at now all of these, and this is the question I wanted to pose to my brothers, when you look at all of these uh, film producers, actors, uh, media folk, everybody that's, you know, now being, you know, hit with these uh, sexual assault allegations, we go back now, you just mentioned Bill Cosby, L. You think this now makes Bill case any easier or does it get harder for him now because clearly it shows that you know when you look at this and there have been people I watched uh, Rob uh, Reiner do an interview where he said this has been going on for decades and he said it's going to take the men to really change the culture he said because you know uh, Weinstein he said is just one in you know in a in, in a in a freaking you know, universe of men that have been abusing their position. So the question I wanted to ask y'all, y'all think this is going to make it easy or harder for Bill now, especially the people who were skeptical of all of these women coming forth, you know, with all these allegations. What do you think, Comedic? you think it gets easier or harder for Bill now? Come on, motherfucker. Does it get easier for us to get pulled over? No, it's, it's a completely different paradigm. Um, who knows? What's gonna to happen to Weinstein and anybody in his ilk? It doesn't get easier. Actually, five years to the past, it doesn't get easier because he lost all his shit, or at least his shine. So, casting couch when it's got brown leather is a whole bunch different than white leather. So I, I'm I'm gonna go with no, can't get easier because it's it's already done. So let's say if you're in the courtroom, and I say this character's a dirty. Whatever the hell, whatever the hell, and then you know your lawyer objects and oh, well, let's strike that from the court. What you mean? It was already said, right? Like it's it's been billions of funny, well, excuse me, not funny jokes, but jokes made upon um, you know Cosby's character for psh, this whole time. Father of all kinds of pill Cosby jokes, et cetera, et cetera, and, and nobody was really there. Some chicks looked grimy, like they was trying to make it hot. Some, you know what I mean? Like some some people might, might have got gaffled. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But it, I don't say it making it no better for him. Like it, it, it might even hurt him. Like, oh, you were just down with the culture. You know, this whole, yeah, that's, you know, man. That's, that's actually where I was going with that, even if I didn't phrase it right, that, yeah, make, I mean, it's, this upcoming trial, you know, because they're doing a retrial, you know, I think uh, next year is this going to make mm-hmm. I mean, for his defense attorneys, when you look at now this culture that is, you know, being rapidly exposed and Bill's a part of that culture, you know, in Hollywood, 
I don't think his uh, defense is really going to have too much to argue. I mean, I think just just based off, you know, how people like to try stuff in the news and in the media, when you look at all these examples now of all these women coming out, it, I think it's going to add probably more validity to the claims by these women. Mm-hmm. What you think, L? Yeah, it's probably it, 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 it's probably some truth to that that uh, that that it probably will get a little harder on home for shit. I mean, like yeah, you probably did it. You know what I'm saying adapt to the pick up the culture. You know what I'm saying if if you can link if you can link let's say Bill Cosby to to other to 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 other people in somewhat of his same position. That was exhibiting the same type of uh, same type of behavior. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I mean, we can say, okay, all these dudes were golfing buddies, or all these dudes used to work together in Hollywood, and therefore they kind of, you know, what I'm saying these was kind of the rat pack of people that were doing these things. You know what I'm mm. saying? So if you can kind of if if you can if you can kind of string that together, then I can see how that can be how that can be even even so kind of kind of monstrative, you know, kind of monstrous to his to 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 his case. Um, I can I can see that happening, but um, to to show I mean I mean you you it's probably something that's been happening for decades because it's the because it's the same game. You know what I'm saying? Give me some pussy, I will make you famous. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll make you a star type shit. You know what I mean? It's it's the same thing. Yeah, you know I mean it's, it's it's the same game. You know what I'm saying? You if you break me off, then I'll make you. You know, my I give you the leading role in this film, or I'll, you know what I'm saying we'll put the we'll, we'll we'll put the you know the company behind you to push. You know what I'm saying for this film or, or this that and the third. So, you know what I'm saying I, I can I can see that that as that being a game. You know what I'm saying so, and then pushing themselves on on you know on people, and then especially for fairly young actresses that are <clears throat> excuse me actresses or actors because you know it's a lot of gay floating around too. You know what I'm saying that's trying to make you know what I'm saying that that that's, that's trying to come up. You know what I'm saying aside from because they don't want it because you either you, you want to play along to get along, but in the, and at the same token you don't want to be like a Rose McGowan, where because you said no or because you stood out, um, you get blackballed. You know what I'm saying now you can't get no work. You know what I mean? So I can I can I can see that happening. You know what I'm saying? But I we know that the that that the playing fields aren't fair. You know what I'm saying? So we already know that the that that the the work done to to um to Bill Cosby is done. His legacy is destroyed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No matter how long you built being a clean comic, you know what I'm saying, being a clean comic, uh uh his his position on, on education and, and, and growth as far as as far as people of color is concerned, um all of that. All that's blown out the water because of these accusations. Even if, even, even whether they had, you know, whether whether they were real or sincere or or, or lacked any type of of validity, you know what I'm saying his legacy mm-hmm. is now blown out the water. I wanted to see it, it less. Will it be so demonstrative to uh, whatever his face is from Fox to uh, Weinstein to the the other fat white dude from the uh, from, from from the paper out in out in a uh, out in London, you know what I'm saying? Will it be 
I'm saying, what will it be as demonstrative? What will it will it will it have the same toll on these individuals as it does to as it does to Bill Cosby? I don't think it will. I don't think it will. I know it won't. I know it's not going to hurt. I, I know. Listen, if he can, if if the dude from Fox and I keep Bill O'Reilly, if Bill O'Reilly can kick out thirty-two million dollars to tell a bitch shut up, you know what I'm saying, and not have to plead to no guilt and still be on Fox, that says a lot for people that are that that says a lot for people that are pulling their support from behind. Uh, uh, from behind Bill Cosby, like his alma mater, Temple, like uh, you know NBC. You know what I'm saying that for a while, stopped playing reruns of his shows. You know what I'm saying that was pulling his stuff out. Of, that was pulling his stuff out of syndication. But yet and still, this dude is still on the air every night. You know what I'm saying so. I mean, we 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 know what it is. I'm just saying to call it what it is and and to see if if if, if we'll have that that latitude, which I know is not going to happen. Well, well, like I said, I think any chance that uh, Bill's defense may have had at trying to discredit this uh, contract of women and all these other women, I think that I think that window got just that much smaller now with all of this coming out about some of these other uh, Hollywood figures and you know sexual assault allegations against them. I think you know is this is. I don't want to say it's the nail in his coffin because, as we, you know, already know, as you said, his legacy is already, you know, tarnished. All of that is done just based off these allegations alone. But the fact that you got scores of women coming out now with allegations against some, you know, powerful men, not just in Hollywood and in the media, but, you know, even if, let's just say, the prosecution doesn't prove, you know, uh, this woman's case, you're going to have people on that jury, especially women that are on that jury that's going to sit up there, and if they had doubts or reservations before with all of this stuff now, pretty much front and center and all over news and, and social media and stuff, I don't think he's going to stand a snowball's chance of hell at an acquittal. But, again, that's just me. So, Because he's going to be put in that same, you know, vein as, Everybody else is like, okay, this is something that was pretty much like the norm in Hollywood, obviously from all these actresses and stuff that are coming forward. So, <clears throat> but even acquittal, acquittal don't mean acquittal don't mean safe. You know what I'm saying? Like OJ was acquitted, and he still had to come out of his pocket thirty million dollars. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, he, to jail for his, he said he, he only has his own shit. Yeah, but you know, all the other women, they really can't. I mean. Because of the time lapse on, like I said, this Constant woman was the only one that was still within, you know, the uh, the uh, uh, actual you know, window, you know, yeah, to to you know, uh, press charges or whatever, and she may be the only one also that could you know file a civil suit against him also. So, I mean, what's that? Let's see, but yeah, yo, we had a um, actually. Back to back celebrity passings um, yesterday. Yeah, one was actually announced yesterday, and one was announced today. But uh, showed that he um, died yesterday as well. Both uh, veteran actor Robert Guillaume, who was uh, famous for Benson, and uh, music legend Fast Domino, both died. Both died at the age of 89. 
uh, yesterday, Robert Guillaume had been battling uh, prostate cancer, according to his wife, and he died at home in his sleep. And they said uh, Fats Domino, uh, they're just saying he died of natural causes, but both men, the age of 89, uh, passed yesterday. Hmm. So, you say something? I said, mm. Yeah, mm. so, uh, well, tributes to uh, both of them um, and a few. You know, I thought it was interesting. I used to watch uh, Benson, of course, when it ran in the uh, 80s. I think it ran for several seasons in the 80s, I want to say from 80 to 85, because that his character actually got a start on another um, sitcom called Soap, which he played the same role as Butler. As always interesting, he said, um, you know, he had been a stage actor. You know, he did a lot of Broadway stuff prior to, you know, coming on the uh, screen, on the uh, small screen for the role of Benson. And like uh, Esther Roll, I remember reading, uh, she had trepidation and and not wanting to play the role of Florida, you know, he said that he also had uh, same trepidation and didn't want to, you know, play this role of a butler. But he was like, you know, at that time, he was like, hey, it ain't like I got people knocking my door down for roles. So he said he took the role and he managed to, especially when his uh, character got his spinoff, Series Benson, he managed to actually... Oh, moved the character towards something more than a butler. I think he ultimately became a governor before um, the series ended, and that series actually ended on a cliffhanger because he was in a race uh, for governor with a character that he played um, uh, against. I can't remember the man's name, but they were both running for uh, governor, and I think that episode the final episode ended, you know, as a cliffhanger. You know, they never said who actually won that election. But, yeah, his character worked his way up from butler to a politician. So, but, yeah, anyway, like I said, 89, uh, passed from uh, battling prostate cancer. His wife said that, you know, he died peacefully in his sleep, surrounded by, you know, family and friends and other loved ones. So, and, of course, really uh, made a resurgence in um, Hollywood when he took on the role of uh, Rafiki in uh, The Lion King. They always had that iconic role of holding baby Simba up <laughs> in the beginning of the movie. So, <clears throat> but yeah, so definitely uh, going to do tributes in a bit. Yo, there was a – let me get your thoughts on this. Any of you uh, shop Amazon, Comedic, you ever order anything from Amazon? Yeah, I have. It's, it's really not that okay. bad. I mean, I, know, I haven't had a reason to recently, um, but I, I don't. I, I enjoy it. All right. So I was reading this article. They just uh, next month, um, Amazon is about to roll out this uh, new in-home service called Amazon Key, where they're gonna take deliveries to a new level. <laughs> the people who deliver your packages will actually come into your house and drop your package off. And there's, they're incorporating an app with it that will show you when the people go in your home, say, hey, here we are, sit the package down, and then leave, lock the door, whatever. So, <laughs> dude, I just wanted to get you guys thoughts. Anybody, uh, 
anybody with this or think this is probably one of the craziest ideas somebody has come up with? I mean, I can see them, you know, because that's basically all y'all do. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just order and deliver shit. So I can see them trying to stretch the limits or of uh, of home delivery. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I can see them doing that. But ain't nobody coming to my house and find home. Like, fuck out of here. <laughs> like, that's cute and all. Thank you for you know what I'm saying. Like, I like the, they've, been, they've been making all types of hella moves and shit. Like, all right, that's cool. Got them bought up. Uh, uh, what what grocery grocery chain they just bought up? Not Trader Joe's. What's the other? I one? think Whole Foods. I think they bought Whole, Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Yeah. yeah, you just bought Whole Foods. All right, cool. Kudos. So now y'all trying to be the next Teapot. Yeah, I mean, so I and, and I get that. That's cool. But now nah, you're not coming to my house. Bro. Drop that shit off at the door. Yeah, I'm saying. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> just just take this payment off of my credit card. And leave me the fuck alone. All right. All right, so they said, like they said, it, it launches next month in 37 U.S. metropolitan areas, and they said the way it's going to work is going to work with the company's new cloud cam security camera. So they said it's like a, a, smart, a smart door lock and a new key app that, you know, is exclusively for Prime members. So if you're a Prime member, then you can get this, you know, this new cloud cam system they're doing and, Everything and you know, like I said, people will deliver your product, drop it off in your home. What's your yeah, thoughts man, on that I'm, one, What I said, what's your thoughts on uh, Amazon's new uh, feature? What they're trying to do with having your packages dropped off in your house? I mean. They- they got that joint. They got drones. Um, if you if you pay enough, I think they got Amazon Prime. You can order something that day. Um, it's like almost no wait because they got um, local hubs for whatever you want. So, nah, I can't I can't do it inside my house. I don't think. But you know, it, it, it's closing the gap. Like they they trying to. Make it so it's no brick and mortars. You know what I'm saying? You press a button and, and voila, you know. Um, and I have to say I enjoy that, but I don't want to not go to the store. I mean, I mean it's a it's a hella option, but I don't want to not go to the store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how successful it's going to be. Amazon about to be the go-to for the shut-in. So the Amazon going to be the go-to for the shut-in? Uh-huh. Well, like I said, man, if it, you know, hey, it works for them. They really going to uh, throw, I guess, <laughs> I ain't going to say a big one right now, but I'm sure they can possibly throw a, a small monkey wrench into uh, Walmart's uh, operations. Especially if it be oh, that's what that, I think. I think that's what that was. I think I think that's what that yeah. was for. I I think what I think that the acquiring of the acquiring of um whatever the food chain was I'm still forgetting oh Whole um, Foods the, the acquire, yeah the acquiring of, of Whole Foods was to do that. You know what I'm saying? Now they're yeah. doing they're 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 expediting their their uh. They're expediting, uh, you know, their, their, their delivery 
and and uh, and the types of deliveries you can get. So, um, they're they're pretty much they like I'm, I listen. Y'all might want to buy, buy some stock in Amazon because these things is like they like the Google they the Google of the game right now. Like yeah. how Google just exploded. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They like the Google of the game right now. Into and everything that they that 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 they've kind of gone into every arena that they've gone into. You know what I'm saying? They become major competitors. Not only are you innovating the 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 medium or the process, um, but you have they they have the means. To, to 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 invest into it to make it work. You know what I'm saying? It's not like something like we're gonna try this. We're gonna try this and let's see if it'll pop. No, nah, we got to we listen, this is what we need to make it go. Bang, make it go. You know what I'm saying? And it's going. And it's globally going. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's crazy. Yeah. You know, I um ordered uh, a couple things. It's been a minute since I ordered anything from Amazon. And I ordered uh, something uh, last week or a week before and ordered a couple items. So, of course, they gave me the Amazon Prime, you know, to try for 30 days. And, <laughs> yo, they some, they some pesky, uh, <laughs> they some pesky bastards. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you get all this stuff that comes with Prime. Of course, they're, um, they're streaming service. You get to try for 30 days, their music. Uh, all this stuff that you that comes with the Prime membership, and I didn't activate any of it. I mean, I really didn't really have a desire. Like I said, I got Netflix, which I barely watch, Hulu, which I barely watch, and you know all this other stuff. So they start sending me emails like, uh, Mr. Jones, we noticed that you haven't activated your uh <laughs> your Prime Music yet. <laughs> I was like, like yo, for real. <laughs> It hit me with uh same thing with the streaming service. Uh, you know, you got all these great things you should try. Check out. And I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, because they want listen. They want because they want they want you to bite. They want you to bite. They trying to keep you on as a they, they they're trying to keep you on as a as a as a customer. They they need that whatever that is that ten ninety nine or or nineteen ninety nine a month. So yeah, I want you. I to actually the prime membership. Hey, you paid a year. You paid a year in advance. It's like ninety nine dollars a year, which balances out to eight dollars and some change a month, which is still cheaper than Netflix. But um, you know, you get all this, you get all this great stuff with it. I was like, all right, if I hypothetically speaking, if I was to sign on and get that, I'm like, all right, I don't need that and Netflix, and because Amazon right. Prime, their streaming service, doesn't have Netflix. Content, especially as far as the original stuff go, ain't about to happen. You know, I watch watch too much stuff on Netflix, especially you know, uh, uh, one of the series uh, comes back uh, this Friday, uh, Stranger Things uh, next season. Stranger Things uh, back, yeah, uh, on Friday. So, I'm hey, like, and you know what's, you know what's about to pop off that I just seen? Just speaking of Netflix, I ain't mean to cut you off. Yo, I just eat the deal. Like Lee ain't the deal. He probably he's he popping the series off, and she she's got to have it. Yeah, as I, I said, so yeah, everybody's pretty much jumping on the Netflix uh, train. And like I said, I remember. Yeah, um, I don't know. If, 
I don't know if I mentioned it on the show uh, a couple weeks ago, but I remember seeing an article where they said Jeff Bezos was actually, you know, owner of Amazon or CEO or whatever. They said he went off on his staff and essentially told him, yo, I want a game, a game of Thrones, meaning he want his, you know, team that's in charge of, you know, bringing original content to Amazon. He's like, yo, he wants his Game of Thrones. He he wants a Game of Thrones type show that people are gonna, you know, be fiending for, like HBO brought Game of Thrones, you know, to the network. Like, dude, that's you know, people told him that's that's not an easy task. I mean, you know. You can bring a lot of shows, and again, it's all a matter if people bite or if the the writing, the production, the acting, if all of that stuff is on point, the way people is going to really bite it like that. I mean, you got very few networks that come out with shows that, you know, really grab people's attention. I think I want to say between Netflix and probably um, FX. <laughs> You know, and maybe even USA, they're the ones really coming out with shows that, or AMC, that people are actually binge watching like that. So, yeah, they said, dude, was like, yo, I want, I want a Game of Thrones. And like, man, good luck with that. <laughs> they said he's banking on a, a couple of original shows they got coming up, I guess, in the next year or so, but. Mm, Hard pressed to get something on par with uh, Game of Thrones. But yo, let's take a uh, break real quick. Actually, a uh, short break. Uh, like I said, we also, in addition to Robert Guillaume, we lost uh, Fast Domino. So, yo, let me hit you guys with uh, some facts here. Y'all get into this. We'll be back. In about two with more discussions. This is the cipher. I found my thrill.
Domino's Blueberry Hill. So, um, that was last week when we were supposed to do the show. We did O R L. What it to discuss news on that week, and that was the um the man in Maryland went on the uh, rampage at his job, his uh, granite company. Um, brother by the name of Roddy or Rady, I don't know how you pronounce it, Prince. And he opened fire uh, in his job and then killed a couple of coworkers and injured some people. Um, that way he killed one and critically wounded uh, two others. And then they said he uh, drove to Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware, and shot another acquaintance. So cops they caught him after an hour man. But yeah, they said dude he you know, he worked at this uh any company where they oh, made countertops. They said he was there for worked there for about a year and a half. And they said when he came to work that morning, they said, you know, he responded with a polite greeting, you know, to his coworkers and then he said, um, they say he tried to talk to a few employees individually if they wasn't buying it, so or for whatever reason. So they said, dude, uh, basically told everybody, yo, I got, you know, a statement I want to make to y'all, and say he got all of them, like, in one room or one area and just opened fire. Um, <laughs> everybody look at the shiny thing. Everybody, what else? Everybody look at the shiny thing. <clears throat> Everybody get together. Say cheese. Look at the camera. Wait for the flash. They, they said, according to his coworkers, they said he was increasingly angry and hostile. So I don't know if he got denied for promotion or what. They said uh, one person, though, who did speak to uh, Associated Pressure on the condition of anonymity, said um they said he just wanted to talk to people and said nobody basically listened to him. So and they said that his like aggressiveness second or, that what now? Only at the second or third that's like the second or third falling down type scenario that we done had in a little while. Um yeah. and people is are fucking on edge anyway, you know what I mean? So it's kinda of bugged out. That you know, I, I got a theory that we all pretty much are, are, you know, functionally off, and it only takes a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And then without the yeah. right type of uh, without, without the right type of connections in your life, you're not connected to nothing, and you you, you could probably be prone to wilding out. Um, but the news cycle we got now is absolutely horrendous. <laughs> I wish I could. Um, you know, I had taken out one and footnoted it for the conversation. or could remember one right now, um, but it's kind of hard. But nonetheless, like, like it comes too fast. Uh, and everybody, you know, for the most part knows that, you know, when, when I'm at work, it's a blackout. So I don't know stuff. And then I come out, <laughs> and I, I, I see no, no, no less than two news stories. Uh, one's going to be from, uh, you know, the presidential. Um, and, and then sometimes there's another one hungover from, Whoever's in the presidential, um, so you know, I guess when Spicer was doing his thing, Spicer was wild, and I don't know who this 
with no disrespect to her, but this very strange face. You know, she reminds me of actually damn um, and not and not saying like she could pass for it, but I'm just saying her stature. The new White House press secretary reminds me of uh, Brianna. Shit, you know what I'm saying? It's like, what is this big Amazon Viking? And what is she talking about? Why is she lying through her teeth? She's gonna tooth the case, spitting out all them lies. Like, what is the problem? Well, you know that's you somebody. Huh? I was gonna say that's the mo to tell as many lies to fit their narrative as possible. I mean, they haven't lied since they got off the campaign trail. I mean, that's the mo. Tell as many lies as possible. Anything that may have an ounce of truth to it. You call it, label it fake news. They the fake need, fake media spewing fake news as usual. So, I mean, what up? What I really enjoy is that is the fact that, like, and, and I just I just wish there was some kind of way. I had like a, a test user account that I could just go off like thirty days, and just say some of this just to see how how how, how it feels to just lie wholeheartedly in the face of, of facts. And keep them moving and shit Because it's funny to me how they, how they can actually do that Or, or how this is a thing they do Like uh, hey listen you got the, I got this fact right in front of your face Fact what do you mean by this fact Fuck that fact um, It is what I said it was Really wow this is amazing um, No matter who it is And they keep shuffling out Viewers of you But it's just amazing how retarded it is Yeah You know um one of the uh, big stories in the news this week, of course, was about the uh, four Green Beret um, soldiers who were um, killed, uh, it was about two weeks ago, uh, actually over two weeks ago, were killed in uh, Niger in uh, Africa, and everything that's coming out from that now. You know, uh, initially, of course, there's the big brouhaha about what Trump said to the widow, you know, when he called her, and the uh, congresswoman who said that, you know, Trump couldn't remember the man's name, and you know, said that you know, he told her, hey, he knew what he signed up for, and of course the first thing out of Trump's camp was that the congresswoman was lying. Well, what, Monday on Good Morning America, when the widow, you know, gave them you know, the first interview she did with anybody, she basically said that what the congresswoman said was 100% true, said that Trump couldn't remember her husband's name and only spoke it when somebody put, you know, uh, a piece of paper in front of him with the man's name on it. But that aside, you know, we all know, you know, Trump is a notorious, you know, habitual liar, chronic liar. We know that. The thing about that whole thing that bothered me and being uh, prior service is the mission. I don't know if you guys followed it, but they said, you know, initially they said it was a training exercise. You know, this is what they came out with out of the, uh, you know, Department of Defense, you know, saying that, you know, they were accompanying, you know, Nigerian uh, uh, soldiers, you know, Nigerian soldiers on uh, helping train them to fight ISIS and Al-Qaeda in Africa because they now have strongholds in Africa. They pretty much left the Middle East and Africa like out their new strongholds, uh, certain uh, African nations. So anyway, you know, they the first story that they came out with was that they were leaving a training exercise. Well, then 
as bits and pieces of the story finally unfolded, it was found out that, you know, these guys were actually on a mission to kill or capture an ISIS target, hence why they got ambushed. So, I mean, this is a classic example, and as I told friends, one of the reasons I got out of the military, you know, after giving them, you know, my obligatory four years, you know, I had to get, you know, get in the four years is that, you know, our government doesn't use our armed forces for protecting our nation. They use them for stuff that benefits, you know, a handful, that benef- essentially benefits them. They got some ulterior motive or some agenda there, and you're sacrificing the lives of men and women who enlisted to basically protect the nation or fight for democracy and a lot of what these men and women are dying for has nothing to do with democracy, at least not our democracy. So <clears throat> that story right there is what really incensed and ticked me off in the news over the last uh, week or so about, you know, right behind these soldiers' deaths. And nobody wants the same uh, Nobody wants to assume responsibility. Of course, the White House and Trump was like, hey, we didn't uh, send these guys on this mission. Okay, but you got a 1,000 troops which both the Republican and Democratic heads of the uh, armed Senate Armed Services Committee said they didn't know there was a 1,000 troops in Africa. It's your job to know. How the fuck you don't know? So we already know either somebody did something unilaterally, like Trump, you know, administration, and said we're going to bypass Senate and, you know, deploy these troops over there, or, you know, typically they're just lying to try to cover their own asses. So... But again, like I said, classic example of government BS, you know, and then people not being front. And, you know, granted, if you don't want to be up front with, you know, the rest of the citizens of this country, you need to at least be up front with the families of these men who lost their lives over there. So. Anybody got any thoughts on that story? Uh, We can push past that one. Because I I sent the statement out and you you answered that one. So I think we can go past it, I think, right? Yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to add on that story? It's, it's just it's, it's another um, it's another example of how inept and how how truly out of, out of pocket um, Trump is like like how do you say something like that to somebody? And then, and 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 then you'll say that you didn't say it, but it's, it's not, that's like to me when I heard, it, I was like, that's not, like when I first heard it, I was like, yeah, that sounds like something. Like here, here, like that sounds like something. Like oh, he knew, he knew what he's getting himself into. He knew what he signed up for. Like that, that sounds like some like some side shit. Like, but then you, but you, 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 like even still. It's, it's cool. This this is the shit that that killed me with Trump. He'll say openly out his mouth in front of people, 
shit that you be trying to say on a low to your boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you know how something to pop off and you see something straight, like bunk, right? Like you like like y'all be in a club. He'll come out and be in a club, right? Like y'all be in a club, right? And then mm. and then you see somebody you see somebody out of pocket, right? And you'll kinda like kinda nod the comedic like, Hey yo, hey yo, look at you, yo, 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 look at home or look at her real quick. And he the type of dude to say shit like that out loud in front of people and then be like, Oh, what did I say? I ain't say nothing. What you mean? You know what I'm saying? And he and he, that, that's his MO. That's his MO. And then like time and time again, he says and does shit like that. And then and we're supposed to not let it go or or, or, or let it slide, but every time it's like it, it it's like we're surprised. Like like we're surprised at this point. Like this is the person that he's been his entire life. Why are you surprised now that this is stuff that he's doing that not now that he's in office? <clears throat> And that and that's and that's one of the reasons. I mean, maybe it's just me, but that's one of the reasons I didn't even want to do or stop wanting to do Trump stories, you know, on his show because there's nothing that he can say or do that shocks anymore. I mean, and then I think one of the most disappointing things with people who want to, you know, be such staunch uh, supporters or defenders of him is that if you look at the patterns. Of this man uh, Before he ran for president And even through his presidency You look at everybody Who he has offended Most Not everybody But most of the people That he has offended Has been of An ethnic minority You look at Okay He was quick uh, Let's let's, let's just You know Point out a few things He was quick to uh, Criticize uh, Steph Curry and and um, Kaepernick, you know Curry for not wanting to come to the White House, but you didn't do the same thing with Tom Brady when he didn't come to the White House. You didn't send up no tweet, you know, slamming Tom Brady in the same vein that you did Steph Curry, or when all of the uh, the economic council he had with all of the uh, business leaders, CEOs, you know, and whatnot. Over a dozen of these dropped, but the one person he went after in a tweet was the black CEO. You no, know, you know, it's just amazing that. So you look at the the uh, congresswoman who's also black. You look at he went after um uh, my girl from ESPN. I mean, he has the thing to where and and I get it. You know, he he wants to play. To his uh, his crowd, which is full of racist neo Nazis, plan, and he does that race baiting well. But with the exception of the the few Republicans that he's constantly criticizing, like McCain or Jeff Flake or, or Bob Corker, you know some of these others, you know most of his targets are ethnic minorities, and that tells you something. About that man, plain and simple. You go all the way back to, you know, his rant, taking out the full-page ad on the Central Park Five, uh, you know, young men. You look at how much he tried to to um, uh, delegitimize Obama as our, you know, president. 
you know, talking about his birth certificate and and his uh, college transcripts, everything. I mean, this is this man has really shown all of us that if he's not a racist, which I say he is, but if he's not, then he is definitely a race baiter. That's what I said. Nothing he says does anymore shocks me. That's what I was like. It's, what's the point in even discussing? Oh, well, Trump said this to this widow who happened to be a black woman, of course. Yeah, I mean, come on. Did you expect anything less? Did you actually expect him to be presidential? I mean, come on. I know at some point um, for our next show, um, if we get into that, I want to... I wanna um there's this this guy I've been seeing on uh, on YouTube. Mm. Um and he's been he's been uh he like goes around and and, and he speaks having he, he has a discussion dispelling uh dispelling the myth of of uh, of white supremacy. Mm. Which I think is fucking amazing. Um um Jewish kid, um, but he goes around saying that that that, uh, that that white supremacy, that white supremacy and um, uh, and <clears throat> and you know all of uh, everything that we think culturally uh, uh, about people of color. Not yet, brother. Not yet. Uh, all, all, everything that we think about people of color, uh, how we you know we disparage, how we get how we get singled out. Everything that. You know that that we've gone through as, as people of color. He kind of like he, he kind of like knocked it down a peg. Um, I want to put up a couple of the posts or a couple of the videos that I've seen on YouTube uh, from this guy, so you guys can kind of look at it, look at it, and be like, "Oh yeah, this is bullshit." Um, but it's just it's just funny to me. It's, it's to me it's just when when you're totally oblivious to um, when you're totally oblivious. To how what what you do affects other people, not only to how it affects yourself, but how it affects other people. You just oblivious to that. Um, not only is it is it kind of startling and kind of and, and kind of almost kind of mind blowing in a, in, a, in a way, it's dangerous. It's, it's definitely dangerous. So I, I want you guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can post it up tonight. Um, and kind of show it to you guys. It's just, it's, it's wild. Yo, it's wild. It's straight wild. Because he was like, oh, it doesn't exist. You know, um, the way you get out of, the way you get out of poverty is, and, and he had, he had some points. There, there were, there were some points. But other than that, a lot of it was bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, he did buy him bullshit. But I don't know. I'll, I'll look for a couple of those tags and, 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 I'll, and I'll make sure you brothers see it. And I'm, I'm, I'll make it available on the group site so that so, so that our viewers and our and, and, our, and our listeners rather can see it. Yeah. All right, that's what's up. <clears throat> so um, gotta give a shout out to our um our dedicated uh, listener Karen who. Uh, either with this show or this show, and uh, she reminded me of it was the uh, 
32nd anniversary uh, was the 32nd anniversary of a movie uh, that <laughs> was a staple in my is I was 15 uh, at the time, so and I remember this movie like it was yesterday. Uh, drop a little hint to you guys uh, out there tuning in with us. Yo, 32 years ago today that this movie came out. Like I said, you're going to know it. Track. I can find the track because I know I queued it up. All right, there it is. Yo, y'all, this will be back in five, taking y'all back to 
And I'll tell you why, cause I'm fresh all From the north to south, east to west all Now I'll rock house parties in the b-boy dance And never ever gave a sucker MC a chance Cause I'm a rhyme creator, crowd motivator I'm chilling on you now, I can serve you later Check out my crew that could never be beat A Curtis Lowe, Sheila, Ian, Run, TMC I do the fast boys, and now you're down by law Down with the best, now let's even the score Now just throw your hands in the air
a Prince protege doing up in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. And honestly, I mean, honestly, like, in the context, in the context of the situation, that was also when, um, you know, shit. The, the whole fact that Sheila E was there was was around that same time when Prince had um put up that other hybrid group. Um, damn, what the fuck? Oh, the family. So Paisley Park. Was oh yeah, over the family. Yeah, forgot about the family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Paisley Park was taking over everything. Hip hop was taking over everything. It, it was just not a only really that, broad. Time, not only that, but during that time, which you know we were young, so we didn't know nothing about the industry like that. But Prince was like Warner Brothers' cash cow, so I'm sure he used whatever pull he had to get her, you know, up there because. I think at that time she only had what the glamorous life, so it wasn't like she was widely known. I think that was his way right. of really putting her out there, you know, for the mainstream. Well, I, I guess it, it was it was it was an interesting time, an interesting movie. It, you know, it, it 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 was that B B probably solid B. I give it a B. Um, because it was better than, you know, disorderlies. Like I said, I saw out any set of retarded quote unquote rap movies that came out at that time. Um, it, it was it was it was it was in the higher tier of the of those lower films. Yeah. Definitely better than breaking one and two, better than that Mario Van People's disaster rapping. Better mm. you know, better than, you know, a lot of those movies slash uh, musical movies that were coming out. I remember they had one with uh, some brother. It was, I guess, it was trying to be like a a fame uh, slash flash dance type movie where these kids went from some small town. I think it was called Fast Forward, where they went from some small town to New York trying to make it big, dancing, you know, on Broadway. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, you had a lot of movies that came out in the '80s that pretty much catered to the time, especially with rap really uh, making some noise, you know, then, so. But still, the all-time favorite goes to Beat Street, so, hands down. Right. All-time goes yeah. to Beat Street. Right. That boy getting fronted on, coming into the club. <laughs> Yo, you want to know something interesting? I never knew... The old girl that Marky D was crushing on, um, uh, uh, God, uh, Lisa, Lisa Gay, I think is her name, Lisa Gay Hamilton. That was the same chick that used to be on uh, The Practice and was Ice T's uh, ex-wife in uh, Law and Order SVU. If any of you guys ever watched that, I did not realize that was her. So I sat there and uh, watched the credits one day. I was like, oh, ish, that was her. <laughs> So yeah, she's a little girl, Aisha, that Marky D was uh, crushing on in that movie. Crazy. But yeah. Oh man. All right, so we gonna um, instead of giving you guys the usual ninety plus that we usually do, we gonna wrap the show up early because my man, uh, we got some things we gotta take care of in AM, and I know my man Comedic gotta uh, get up super early. Also, before we um close out though. There was a story, man, I wanted to share with you guys. When I first read this story, I wanted to give dude the you big dummy uh, shit, but I said, 
Actually, I was laughing so hard at this, man. I said, nah, I can't get that dude that, man. I said, this this dude right here, yo. <laughs> I'll try to find the story now because I know I um put it aside because I said I wanted to um I wanted to share this with y'all. And, of course, you know, this had to come from across the Atlantic. This happened uh, over in uh, in Great Britain, <laughs> London. But, yo, this man right here. Um, trying to get his uh, name and his story up. Man named Malcolm Applegate, 62 years old. He trying to um get away from his uh, controlling wife. Instead of him uh, filing for divorce or you know something of the sort, this man hid in the woods for 10 years. He hid in the woods for 10 years just to get away from his controlling wife. <laughs> Bro, yeah, let, me you, let me tell you, yo, <laughs> I read this story, man, and I hollered. They said, this dude, like I said, he's 62 years old, and he said he felt that was the only way he could get away from her. He said, um... One day he um, he left without telling anyone and said he lived in the woods for five years and then lived in, um, left the woods and then moved into like a, um, like some sort of shelter uh, for the next five years. He said that his wife was super controlling. He said it'd be, um... He said he used to, uh, he used to, you know, love to be in his garden. He said gardening was his thing, and he said actually gardening is what started the problems in his marriage because he said his wife didn't want him working so many hours, and she would get upset over any time he spent outside of the house. So he said after a while, he said it just got too much for him. So he said he, you know, he just left out the house, ain't tell family. Uh, friends or nobody, nothing. They said he literally camped out in the woods for five years and then spent the next five in a uh, homeless shelter that was uh, miles away from um, where he actually lived. They said his sister and family, you know, went looking for him and they had combed all the homeless shelters in the area, but dude was, you know, like maybe 50 to 100 miles south, you know, of where they were. And said that he had been there in the shelter And said when he called his sister To let her know that he was still alive He was like yo He said everybody had assumed he was dead You know when nobody had seen or heard from him In you know a decade They said they, there's no word on his wife They don't know you know if his wife moved on Or if she died within that time or nothing But I'm just saying dude didn't bother to, you know, move out, get an apartment or anything. I guess he thought she'd have probably tracked him down and killed him, you know, for him to go hide in the woods, you know. <laughs> Yo, have you ever heard of I know we – have you ever heard of that extreme, though, to get away from a controlling relationship? Short of taking the death, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, say it, say it. Go yeah, ahead, Al. Go ahead, say it. Yeah, short, short of faking your death. That's what I'm saying. It's like 
This shit, yo, I mean, so real talk, as always, because we're human beings like everybody else, and we, we uh, sometimes see life, we, we sometimes see, see life from really weird angles. So earlier I had a conversation, a real, real life conversation, real life person that I know, going through uh, like tandem out shit all the damn time. You know what I mean? And it's like sometimes you, you don't understand why you don't just take and slam your head in the door or put your head in the oven or, or, or you know what I'm saying, kill yourself, you know, for, for the short abbreviated version. And and sometimes just walking off into the prayer sounds like a great idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, at least I'm alive. Like, like you know, that's the remember back in the day we say, yo, like this cat just went and lived in a box. And we didn't understand, like, why. And he was like, well, the box is simple. You know what I'm saying? And we got four creases or some dumb shit. Anything that makes sense at the time because, you know, sometimes the world don't make sense. Well, this one is going down and hard left. You, you like, yeah, I'll take any. Anything, you know what I'm saying? Let me make this uh, strict nine banana pudding real fast for me, or something. You know what I'm saying? Or, or what is it gonna be? You know, sometimes they just need out, like you call them, quote unquote, snaps, snapped. It can happen. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, I'm not going to the goddamn woods. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, <laughs> I'll tell the thing. You might go to the woods, you know? but I'm just like, you know, sometimes crazy don't even seem crazy no more. You know what I'm saying? For the most part. And, you, and, and you know, part of the reason I laughed about his story, Comedic, you, I'm sure you remember uh, kind of, sort of, but, you know, when I lived next door to you, you remember the, um, when I eventually moved out of the apartment, you know, I moved in with, you know, a chick that I was dating that time. She lived in Durham. And, um, you know, she had, uh, she had, um, start showing signs of being, like, possessive and controlling and, you know, stuff of that. And and I don't know if I ever shared this with the brothers or not, but that's, like, my, one of my biggest fears, you know, with women is that possessive or controlling uh, trait because a woman killed my father, and she had, you know, those same qualities. She was, like, super possessive, controlling, and had told my dad that if she couldn't have him, wasn't nobody going to have him before she, you know, blew his brains out. But, um, you know, when I start seeing women that show traits like that, you know, I up and bounce. And I actually did that with, with Chicken Durham. I went to uh, work one night, you know, going to the club to do security, and I never went back. I mean, that that was it. She blew up my phone for, like, like months on end, telling me, asking me, where am I at? Come back home, et cetera, et cetera. And I was, nah, nah, because you know, when you start showing signs like that, for me, that I ain't trying to be a future snapped episode, fatal attractions like that. You start showing me, you know, signs that you might can take it to that level. Ah, I'm out. I'm ghost. So, you know, I laughed at old boy's story. You know, the way he did it, but. I mean, kind of not, kind of not funny, but really not funny, because like I said, if she was showing him, you know, controlling ways, then he looked at it like, yo, all right, I can't live my life and be me in this marriage, you know. I, he figured if he'd have probably, you know, said, hey, I'm moving out, get an apartment, then she might stalk him, be there waiting for him. He go out, do whatever, and bust capping his ass. So yeah. He, 
He figured that was his best out. You know, go hide out in the woods. That way she ain't got nobody to call. Can't call his family looking for him because they truly don't know. Can't call his friends or nothing. So, I mean, Yo, dude, it's, really. it's funny. It's, it's funny, but it's not funny. But when you said, I don't know if I told you, brothers, that I thought you was about to say you was in an abusive relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I had one, I had one abusive ex. I'm not going to say who it was, but I had one abusive ex, and I did leave that relationship. Uh, I mean, she got physical with a brother, and not to say that I couldn't handle myself because I could, but it, it led to a chain you of events that shouldn't, it, it led to. to a chain of events that shouldn't have happened. And I didn't want to, you know, end up, Spending unnecessary time behind bars, you know, for you know letting some chick can't keep her hands up out the box. So yeah, I ended up leaving to you know preserve you know my freedom and and her safety. So but yeah, <laughs> that's eighty thousand thousand abuse. Nah, I wasn't. I wasn't I wasn't Lionel Richie. I ain't get my ass whipped by my lady, so nah, nothing. Nah, nothing like that. <laughs> uh, Yo, so, yeah. but anyway, um, go ahead. Here's an episode of Boondocks, and I think it's in the fourth season. Where? Oh yeah, are ah, you talking about the uh, Kung Fu uh, Wolf? Wolf chick, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, and it show, no, but it, but it, yeah, it shows uh, 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 it shows like a dramatization of Lionel Richie getting his ass whooped by by his by his. Oh ex-wife. yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> that's from the same uh, episode, the Kung Fu, uh, the Wolf, yeah, because uh, I think Granddad was telling Huey and uh, Riley about yeah how Lionel Richie got drugged by Brenda before uh, old mm-hmm. girl who. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they said they said Brenda put it on him something seriously. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, dude, dude was like, "Yo, enough is enough." He's like, "You know what? He's I'm gonna I'm gonna live out here with nature in the next five years." <laughs> And then go stay in the shelter the next five years, and then finally decide to let family know, hey, I'm alive and well. <laughs> That's it, man. That would be like that sometime, though. It'd be like that sometime, though. Say it'd be like that sometime, though. It'd be like that sometime. Like, you just got to get away. Like, like it's not it's not, it's not, worth it. Because, like, everywhere you go, she go. Or she new things, she know where you go to hang out. Or she know where you be at. So she always want to pop up or circle up because, you know what I'm saying, you know, let her in your, into your intimate circle for dealing with her. You know what I mean? It's like you get no you get no breath of it. You get no fresh air. You get no no escape. So sometimes you just got to get the fuck out of Dodge. Mm, true that, true that. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, sometimes you just, you got like Luda said, roll out. <laughs> Yo. You guys, you got to roll out. Alright, yo. So we gonna um, we gonna cut the show 
Uh, here, like I said, my man Comedic got to rise early, and I got uh, some things to do myself. So um, don't forget, we want you guys to uh, don't forget to check out my man DJ Comedic. Uh, you still doing Fridays, right, Comedic? Nothing changed on that. All right, Comedic may have passed out already, but he's still doing the house lunch break live every Friday, starting at 11, going until 1 p.m., sometime 1-ish on Mixler. That's M-I-X-L-R, Mixler Radio. Catch him with the house lunch break live uh, every Friday, starting at 11 a.m. Make sure you uh, check the uh, site out, Mixler, and tune in to DJ Comedic. Get your groove on for those two hours, and you'll... Won't regret it. Some of the best in uh, house music you're going to hear via his mixing. And don't forget myself, DJ Comedic, Black Seas, and hopefully our brother, B-I-W-G Rich. He's been uh, a bit under the weather, sending prayers and much love out to our brother. Uh, hopefully he'll be able to join us back next week. But um, us all back here next Wednesday, every Wednesday night with Cypher, where we give you 90-plus minutes of some of the best in late-night talk on radio. And, yo, before we uh, sign off, I want to drop a little snippet here. As I said, we did a tribute, of course, to uh, my man uh, Fast Domino, who died yesterday at the age of 89. And, oh, before I um, forget, uh, I played Crush Groove early. I said today was the uh, 32nd anniversary of the release of that movie. Well, on Monday which will be October the 30th. 15 years from that day, this coming Monday, will be uh, the murder of Jam Master J. He was actually uh, killed in the studio October the 30th, um, 2002. Hard to believe that uh, uh, 15 years has uh, gone by already um, in that. So had a uh, tribute to a J track, which... May try to uh, close out and get out of here. But before that, as I said, uh, we also lost Robert Guillaume, who died also yesterday. He's been battling uh, prostate cancer. So for those of you uh, old enough to remember, ah, where's my track at? I'm losing stuff. That ain't cool. That ain't cool. That ain't cool. Uh, for those of you old enough to remember, We'll play this real quick as a uh, R.I.P. to Mr. Guillaume.
those of you too young to remember, that was the theme song from Benson, character that Robert Guillaume played on two different shows, the uh, self-named, uh, self-titled Benson, of course, the spinoff from the uh, show Soap that he uh, started the character on. So, again, R.I.P. out to a Hollywood icon, Mr. Robert Guillaume, who passed after a lengthy battle with prostate cancer. Yo, and on that, last tributes, we're going to close out the show. As I said, it'll be 15 years to the day, this coming Monday, that we lost Jam Master J. So with that, I want to wish you guys peace. Have a great weekend. Be safe out here. And catch us back next week. This is our tribute to Jason Mizell, a.k.a. Jam Master J. Y'all be blessed out there. Peace. We up out of here.
see L comedic. Y'all got any last words before we sign off? Just be beautiful. Peace.